This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back to Now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. I'm Alex Smythe filling in for Dave. The long list for the annual Battle of the Books is finally out. Canda Reads announced their list earlier this week. And Karen McKay from the Center of Equitable Library Access is here with all the details. Good morning, Karen. How are you doing today? I'm great, thanks. Good morning and happy Friday. Happy Friday indeed. So how many books made the Canda Reads long list? The long list this year has 15 books on it, which is a very long, long list. I'm not sure they always do 15, but uh, there's some really great books on the on the list this year. And so are, are all these books available on the as part of the SELA collection? Are some of them, are any of them? Well, we have uh, all but two, I believe. We're waiting for two still to to come in. Uh, so folks can certainly get started to on on reading. The shortlist announces in early July or early January, sorry, on January 11th. So uh, so there's still lots of time to pick up the books from the long list and and get a head start on those. Uh, about half the books were published in this year, and the other uh, half were published in the last couple of years. So folks will probably recognize a number of these titles, um, and many of them have been on the list for other awards. So they're really important books to be reading. And as you mentioned, the short list uh, will be announced in January. So when that short list comes out, we will then dive deeper into some of these titles and really highlight them a bit more for folks at home then. Yeah, that will be fun. There will be five on the short list. So it'll be a um, Yeah, you don't have to go through 15 different titles and, and give uh, yeah. your, your great analysis and, and exploration for each though. But, yeah, I'll, I'm happy to do the five, yes. Yes, exactly. But we still want to get your your detailed analysis and so we're focusing in on the top sila titles of 2023 because this is like me this is your last segment on the show for 2023 so what are the most uh, uh what are some of the most downloaded titles of 2023 from the sila collection so I'll go through them in order of uh, number of downloads. So these are the ones, the first one is the one that our uh, readers have downloaded the most, and it is not surprisingly Spare by the Duke of Sussex, Prince Harry. Uh, it was probably the most anticipated book of 2023. Uh, we talked about it on this show, and we also talked about it uh, in a little more detail on Ramya's uh, audiobook review show. Um, You'll probably remember it had phenomenal media coverage, so there was a, a high demand for people to to want to read this book, and it was sold uh, before its drop date in Spain, which really just sort of added to the the frenzy. According to the Guinness Book of World Records, it became the fastest selling nonfiction book of all time on the date of its release. Uh, it's been translated into fifteen different languages. The audiobook's narrated by Prince Harry, which I think lends a real authenticity to the story. It doesn't hold back. There's lots of uh, juicy tidbits in this in memoir. Actually, a number of critics commented that it offered maybe too many details, which um, if you've read it, you probably feel like you're sort of sitting on the other end of the couch in a therapist's office. It's it's pretty, uh, it's a pretty 
deep delve into his childhood, the impact of the loss of his mother, the, you know, the whole idea of being raised as the the spare to the their own. Uh, it's a very interesting book. Even if you're not a fan of Prince Harry or the monarchy, I think it's got some really interesting cultural pieces. So uh, if you haven't read it yet, it might be one to pick up over the holidays. And as you say, that was the most downloaded uh, title from the CELA collection this year. The uh, number two slot went to The Whispers, a novel by Ashley O'Dran. What can you tell me about that one? So she's a Canadian author. This is her second title. Her first book called The Push was actually one of my very favorite books of 2020. Uh, and this one, The Whispers, sort of expands on a lot of the themes she explored in The Push. So the story is about a group of neighborhood friends and their families. Uh, there's a real veneer of perfection to these families and particularly these women. And it shattered well, they're all attending a backyard party uh, at the end of the summer one, one year. Uh, one of the key characters loses her cool and literally explodes on her young son. And there's sort of like a collective intake of, of breath. Everybody sort of stops shocked. What happens over the next three days really unravels that veneer of perfection for all of the families. Uh, and it leads to a shocking incident um, involving one of the children. And it's, uh, it's a very interesting inter introspection of um women's relationships, their authenticity, their desire and ambition, ambition um, how motherhood defines women, even if they're not mothers. Ashley Audrain's really sort of put her, her uh, self on the map in terms of being a real talent in women's fiction. And I can't wait to read her, her next book. This is a, a page turner. I read it in about one day, I think, sitting on the dock at the cottage. And uh, it's, I would say it's probably one of my favorites of this year as well. So I highly, highly recommend this book, particularly if you're interested in uh, women's issues. Very good. And in the number three slot, it was Hotline by Dimitri Nasrallah. Yeah, so this is a, uh, an author who came to Canada as a young person. He fled Lebanon with his family in the 1970s during the Civil War when he was just five years old. And he immigrated uh, to Canada by way of Greece and Kuwait, arriving here in the late uh, 1980s and settling in Montreal with his family. So uh, he says that this book is a love letter to the resilience and to the immigrant experience and life in Montreal. It was actually inspired by his mother's journey. Um, it's been longlisted for the, it was longlisted rather for the 2022 Giller Prize. It was one of the best works of fiction on the 2022 CBC books list. And it was also on Canada Reads for 2023. So this past year. Uh, so I, again, I'm not surprised this book made the list. Lots of buzz about it. The story centers on a, a woman, she's a widow and a mother, and she's left behind the Civil War and she arrives in Montreal. So you can sort of see where the this is pinned by his real life. The only work that she can find is as a hotline operator at a weight loss center where she fields calls from people who are trying to lose weight. And they share all kinds of secrets and stories with her about everything from, uh, you know, personal, personal inadequacies to marriages gone bad. Um, so she sort of gets this really interesting insight into the Canadian psyche. Uh, Nazra said that his mother moved to this new country with two suitcases and built a life from there. And he wanted to go back and revisit and pay homage to that challenge that ended up shaping his life. So I think this is a really beautifully written story. It's his fourth novel. Uh, and I, I think it really speaks to the immigrant experience in a way that um, I don't think other books have. So I, again, I think this is a really great book to pick up this year. And it was clearly a fan with Sela readers.
And another one that was uh, uh, certainly on a lot of uh, CeeLo readers' uh, list was a, a new book from John Grisham, the the iconic writer. It was The Boys from Biloxi, a legal thriller by John Grisham. Yeah, I'm not sure that there's anybody that writes legal thrillers like John Grisham. There's a reason that he's so popular. So um, I meant to check how many books he's written, but it's, you know, it's into the... Dozens. The, <laughs> yeah, at least. Yeah. Very good. Uh, so he returns to Mississippi with this story of two sons of immigrant families who grew up as friends, but they ultimately find themselves on opposite sides of the law. And he's got all kinds of twists and, and turns that keep you really wanting to turn the page in this book. Um, Kim, the the characters are Keith Rudy and Hugh Malcro, and they grow up in the 60s where they're childhood friends and little league baseball stars. But as teenagers, their life takes them in different directions. And Keith's father becomes a legendary prosecutor. He's determined to clean up the coast. And Hugh's father becomes the boss of a crime underground uh, syndicate. So Keith goes to law school and follows in his father's footsteps. And, and Hugh sort of does the same and follows in his father's. And the two families end up in this showdown in the courtroom. It is, uh, in Grisham style, a page turner. It has lots and lots of things to keep folks interested. Um, and, you know, I think it's a really fun, fast read that really is sort of returns Grisham to his fame and his, um, you know, the the characters that he created in the firm. And, and really, I, I think this is an excellent book. I wouldn't be surprised to see this one on the big screen at some point. Very good. And the last of the top five, certainly not the least of the list, is Is There Bacon in Heaven? First off, I love I love the title. It's a, great it's a title. memoir by yeah, Ali Hassan. Tell, tell, tell me more. So folks are probably familiar with uh, Ali Hassan. So he's a, a stand-up comedian. He's a CBC commentator. Um, he hosts Canada Read. So if you're a reader, you've probably interacted or intersected with him at some point or another. This is a memoir based on his stand-up comedy uh, show called Muslim Interrupted, and it is hilarious and insightful. So he shares his lifelong journey to become a cultural Muslim, learning how to walk that line of embracing his heritage while still grounding himself where he lives and, and following his passions. He tells stories about failing to learn Arabic. Uh, he t talks about how his you know family alternately supports him or criticizes him uh, and uh, he shares some stories about his family in Pakistan and, and visiting them. Um, you know, he's a comedian. So he also talks about things like discovering the wonders of pepperoni as a teenager and being a celebrity judge at Ribfest, which I think is, you know, where the title maybe came from. Uh, we learned that he's never really considered himself to be different until he hit his late teens. And then he had sort of this slow realization about overt and covert racism and, and his, um, realization of that is really a very powerful uh, passage in the book. He has a knack for finding himself in really compromising situations that challenge his belief and his identities and uh, sort of ex shares those along the way with his observations about what it's like to be living as a, a brown man in Canada. Uh, he also talks a little bit about being a father of four and how he could possibly pass along connection to the Muslim faith uh, to his children and, and whether that's something he can deliver to them or something that they have to carve out from themselves. So very funny, but also very insightful, very honest. And um, I think it would be a great book to, to pick up and read, especially with what's going on around in the, uh, the world these days, just to really understand what it's like to be, uh, you know, to be a Muslim and to be a Muslim. Very good, Karen. Thank you so much. That's all the time we have to go. 
Thank you. Goodbye. Have a great show, everybody. You've been watching now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. Host, Dave Brown. Co-host, producer, Alex Smythe. Sports reporter, Brock Richardson. Entertainment reporter, Laura Bain. Contributors, Ramia Mutin, Nisreen Abdel-Majid. Senior show producer, Andrika Delanero. Visual producer, Bruce Baclarian. Producers, Paul Daniel, Marianne Dion jones Bob Pagrak. Production assistant, Kingsley Juco. DV producer, Mark Phoenix. Director, Anastasia Spalding-Stenhouse. Control room operators, Daniel Panamondo, Eliza Rocco, Parker Oxtoby, Caitlin Robinson. Operations coordinator, Jordan Mulgrave. Manager of operations, Kyle Harper. Manager of live productions, Paula Deneen. Director of content development, Kara Nye. Vice President of Programming, John Melville. President and CEO, David Arrington. Give us your feedback, 1-866-509-4545. Copyright 2023, Accessible Media Inc. NAMI Original Production. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider.